What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. I uh, hope everyone had a great week. It's Friday. You made it. We're going into the weekend. I uh, hope everyone's got something planned. Uh, me, I'm going to fish Saturday and work Sunday. So um, no hunting this weekend. Uh, just, well, I mean, I'm still hunting, but uh, just not going to hunt this weekend. I went, I went fishing yesterday and just had a blast. Uh, they're, they're really, really hitting it right now. Um, I showed up on the lake yesterday on night and just, like, just, I just looked out in the water. You can just see them just hitting, hitting top water. Um, just just munching um but uh yeah i mean i had a great time i was catching them on the crankbaits uh wake baits uh chatter baits <laughs> just I was, I was catching a bunch of them nothing huge but uh you know when you had like a month like i had just hadn't really been putting numbers up or anything it, it was nice to get out there and just have a good time uh just catching fish for a few hours but uh hopefully tomorrow uh, the repeat you know uh, we'll see uh but uh yeah hope everyone else got a great weekend coming up um I don't know. I don't know what's going on this weekend. Haven't been paying attention. I doubt not much. Uh, we all, all, pretty much all the state championships are over. I think um, a few here and there, I imagine. But uh, let me know. Make sure you guys tag me. Uh, hit, hit me up. Message me on any of my social media platforms. Let me know what's going on. Love to hear from you. Um, but yeah. Other than that, not much. Uh, I guess we can jump right into this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm posting two today, by the way. I, um, uh, yeah, that's what I just want to do. I got, I got two recordings and don't want to hold on them too long. So uh, we'll jump into this one now. Obviously, check out my supporters at uh, Exxon Lures. They make my plastics. I love them. Uh, capital D, capital W15 for a 15% discount. Uh, if you need plastics, go check them out. Uh, Outdoorsman Coffee, uh, David Cruz, fellow vet, fellow kayak angler. Support your own. Get your coffee from him. Um, but that's it. Those are my supporters. Uh, my next guest is uh, Drew and Chris from the Paddlers Playbook, another fellow podcasters. Um, dude, this was a fun episode, but it's a rough one. Uh, if you if you uh, if you're one of those nerds who goes 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 to my Apple and gives me bad reviews for cursing, this is not the one for you. Uh, we we curse, we're drinking beer, we're talking shit, and we're just having a great time. I, I can't even tell you exactly what the podcast is about. I just know that there was. Uh, uh, like I said, this this is a tough one. Uh, we uh, I, I'm sure I say the word vagina in there a few times. Uh, I, I think we make a gay reference to guys in the tandem fishing. I don't know fishing on the same kayaks together. I don't know, but uh, it's uh, it's 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 bro talk, man. Um, <laughs> you know, t- you're, you've been warned. You've been forewarned. So uh, you know, if you, if you get there and you, you feel offended, that is your fault because I warned you. I warned you multiple times so uh don't listen to it um and if you do that's cool just go to apple uh give me a star give me a cool bad review and uh no harm no foul but uh yeah it was a fun episode those guys are mainly saltwater i did my best to try to have a saltwater fishing conversation with them i, I know I, somehow we ended up with stuffing lemons up redfish's buttholes or something like that i don't know fucking weird weird conversation guys but uh i don't know this is what the show's about the show's it's nothing serious man it's a good time I try to have as much fun as possible, um, and that's just that's just all there is to it. Um, that's why the paddle and fin are better. Go check them out. Um, but yeah, anyways, guys, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you enjoy the, the podcast. Make sure you check out the, uh, the the paddlers playbook. Drew and Chris are some cool guys. I hope I can get down to Texas and fish with them in the near future. Uh, but yeah, fun conversation. Anyways, I'm rambling too much. Been day drinking again. Uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Ciao. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Chris Drew, welcome to the show. How are you What's guys doing up? tonight? What's up, What's man? Up? Thanks for having us. Yeah, dude. I've been, I've been busy tonight. You guys are my third recording tonight. I did uh did the national championship earlier, and then uh another person before that. So I've been busy tonight. That was KBF, right? Yeah, KBF just finished their national championship, and uh, that poor guy's been on every podcast there is for fishing right now. So I had to I had to wait my turn. Oh man, so so you got all the bass guys on before us, and now you're slumming it up with the two saltwater dudes from Texas. Well, I, I had to have some like already recorded just in case this one sucks, because uh, <laughs> you know, you know, so, that's always my goal. I don't know how one's gonna go. I'll, I'll record two more just in case. That way, maybe I can hide it in between the good ones, and you know, and still get some listens, but people maybe maybe not notice. But no, I'm sure well, we'll have something fun to talk something fun to talk about. Well, if man, Drew you can, won't, you know, if, he, if we can keep Drew from dragging things out all the damn time, then oh, we'll fuck that. Over. No, that's Chris. Chris is the one dragging stuff on and then blaming it on me on the next episode. So that's Chris. <laughs> well, me, me and Josh, we were discussing before we came on. We're like, well, man, what are we going to talk about? And I said, well, hell, let's talk about how hard it is to get some of these guests on the dang show. Since me and Chris have a podcast, The Paddler's Playbook, and we have to schedule guests just like you. How damn hard it is just to get somebody to agree on a time to do a podcast. Man, dude, it's, it's difficult. I don't think people understand how difficult it is to schedule these things. Oh, it, no, it, it's real difficult because uh, I don't know about you guys. Well, first, let's, before we get into that, let's, let's introduce you guys uh, so people know who I'm talking to. Uh, we'll start with... You, Chris, and then we'll move on to Drew, but kind of just who you are, what you do, all that shit, and then we'll, we'll figure out we'll, – we'll jump into the shit, but people got to know who I'm talking to. All right, so uh, I'm Chris Lewis, and I'm just an asshole from uh, Houston, Texas. Actually, I'm from down south of Houston in a place called Clear Lake, about 20 minutes from the coast, and uh, that's pretty much where I stay. Um, I'm, of course, an avid kayaker, uh, avid fisherman. Um, just bought my first uh, skiff. So kind of kind of entering into the skiff life a little bit, but for the past um, almost let's see, I bought my first kayak somewhere around like 2001, 2002, <clears throat> and that was a mistake. Um, and it's the mistake that we try to push people away from the most. And can you guess what it was, man? I was. 2001. I don't know. I didn't even know people were kayak fishing back then. <laughs> but, but still, the, the biggest the biggest mistake in kayaking is a tandem kayak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like the biggest mistake anybody can make because you you automatically you think that uh, you're gonna you're gonna have a great time with your significant other out there paddling on the water. You have these yeah. uh, you know you have these illusions <laughs> in your mind and you get out there and it's like oh hell no uh, we're gonna no, end up killing each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think those were a horrible idea. I don't know who came up with that, but it must have been like two guys or something like that. Like two, hey, two, it, two, it wasn't two, a guy that wasn't two, a guy and his two, wife. Two gay guys. Sure. Two gay guys who enjoyed fishing or something like that. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't a guy and his wife. Those are broke, those are divorce broke back yackers. Yeah, something like that. Just you know, because I mean that, that that you know for that kind of marriage relationship that'd be perfect. But but my wife, you know. It would be, it would turn into like, oh, we're gonna go fishing. To like, oh, we're gonna go exploring, and then you never get the lure, you never get the, the line in the water. So, I think that's what it, it kind of has to be for, um, in a lot of cases, one that likes to fish and one that just likes to take pictures and explore, because um, yeah. you both can't fish out of a kayak. Um, a good friend of mine, Scott Weiland, and his wife, they tried it for a little while, 
and it was just like holy hell um one's getting tangled up in the other one one's wanting to cast one way one's wanting to go the other way it just yeah it's hell so anyway i, I had my first kayak in 2001 uh, i didn't get serious again into kayak fishing until um probably around 2005 i think um and is, i've just been heavy into it ever since haven't stopped um right now i fish out of uh hobie outback and um, i've probably had every single hobie that uh, has ever been made um and also own a couple paddle boards and and uh, some old school ocean kayaks so it's it's a passion it's definitely a passion it's something i really enjoy doing drew pretty much uh you know ever since i met drew he always wanted to do something in the industry there was always something that that he wanted to to do and, and be a part of and one day he's like dude what about a podcast and i was like i've never even i've never even heard of a podcast what is podcast and uh <laughs> and so he you know we he had me listen to a show and you know, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then I got the understanding of what. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I, okay. had you, oh, yeah. I had you listen to a few fishing shows and you were like, dude, these shows are horrible. Like, yeah. we can, we, he's like, he said, we could do, we could do a better job than this. So that was kind of how it all started is right. we, 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 we listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for a while and we didn't think that there was a, kayak fishing podcast out there for the saltwater fishermen for the gulf coast that would help them become better fishermen people you know the listeners so we wanted to put together a podcast to really help the listeners out you know give some expertise on you know buying kayaks selling kayaks different gear because me and chris have messed up a lot over the years like i started i started kayak fishing i think it was 2007 um i bought an ocean kayak scupper um no, no, it wasn't a scupper. I had a scrambler. I'm sorry. I had an ocean kayak scrambler. That was my first kayak. And man, for for a long time, I went through every kayak that you could think of. Um, I changed kayaks every single, probably three or four months, I would have a new kayak for sale. And then I got divorced and I realized that, you know, it wasn't the kayaks that were making me unhappy and I needed to change. <laughs> I just needed to get divorced. So so since I got divorced, the therapy I had, wasn't working. Exactly. Since I got divorced, I've only had two kayaks. Um, like yeah. I. Um, oh man, I don't. I want to bring that kind of conversation up to my wife. I don't think. She, <laughs> I, I don't think it's the kayaks, babe. I think it's. I think it's you. Um. <laughs> there you go. But I was. Uh, I changed trucks every year. I changed kayaks every year. Then I got divorced, and I've had the same truck. And you know, I've only had two kayaks in the past three years. So. That just to show you something. Yeah, I was, man. I wanted to try everything and everything all the time. Like I, I just wanted everything new and I wanted to have experience on everything. But it gave me a, a different perspective when helping people out whenever they say, you know, what is the difference between this and this? I can actually tell them some of the differences between because I've honestly paddled about everything out there, except some of the newer ones that have come out in the last like two years, because right. I've been paddling my native uh, ultimate uh fx since then i mean that's that's what i paddle right now it's my most comfortable but i, I think i'm gonna be moving out of that soon but we'll see we'll see how it goes but chris you you didn't mention you know one of the the things uh one of the, the, things? the pot the, the name of our podcast dude 
What the, what's yeah, our name? We're supposed yeah, to be cross promoting, man. <laughs> so I, I I haven't gotten there yet, man. I just got <laughs> yeah. to the point to where you asked me about doing a podcast. Um, so anyway, the the name of the podcast is the Paddlers Playbook, and um, basically it's the the name came after the premise of what we were going to do. You know, we were like, well, what are we going to do? And then we started thinking about, okay, well, what are we going to call it? And like Drew said, it really is a way for us to take all the, the oh shits and oh dams and aha moments and bundle those up for people to listen to um, and, and kind of slow things down in some ways yeah. so, that, uh, so that people can really absorb what it is that that's being told to them. Because, you know, somebody says, like today, there was a conversation about how to install an anchor trolley. There's a thousand ways to install an anchor trolley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but there's only one foolproof way. Right. Well, see, that, that's, what, that's, that's an awesome concept because, like, one of the problems I've had in my journey in this, you know, I've been doing it for, like, almost five years now. But, dude, the first three years, actually, all the way up to this year, this year I finally got it. But before that, it was such a – dude, I just spent money. I just spent shit yep. tons of money because there's just content everywhere. There's just people say, do this, do that, buy this, buy that. And see, you know, I'm just like overwhelmed with shit. And it's, 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 it's okay to spend money. I mean, it's an expensive hobby. I get it. But however, like I'm buying shit I'm not even sure of. And the next thing I know is I don't like it or I don't want to do that. And, you got and then, 50 rod holders. I got 50 <laughs> rod holders. I got, I got 200 rods. I got, you know, it's like tens to thousands money and, and lures and, uh, you know, things, and, and you buy a kayak, it's not the kayak I wanted, you know, and then mm-hmm. you get another kayak, and the only reason you bought that kayak is someone told you, well, this will work for that and that, and it's just like, okay, and so now you're, you're, you're two kayaks, because the worst kayak was a, a beginner's kayak, the second kayak was a legit kayak, but you find out it's just not the kayak that's for you, like, maybe I wanted a fucking Hobie or something like that, then I got, and I say that I hate my kayak, but I'm just saying, but those are the, the, the struggles that, for you know, that I saw, like, for new people, is that it's just like, it's just overwhelming, and then everyone's just throwing information out there, and Where everyone's. Where do you paddle like, right now? I'm in a Jackson Cooster right now. Okay. I like it. I like cool it. For but, the rivers, you know, man. Yeah, it's a perfect river kayak. I don't fish a lot of rivers though. Well, okay. Yeah, lakes. I fish mostly <laughs> lakes. You know, I, I I do a lot of tournament fishing on lakes. So that's. Oh, and you're you're in a Coosa fishing big ass water, huh? Yeah, and I don't know if you saw my last uh, <laughs> my last video or my last. Uh, or one of my last posts, I flipped that son of a bitch over. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of thinking that went on after that. And I got no problem with Jacksons, but those were things that you don't think about when you're looking for a kayak. You're just trying to get into the coolest, newest kayak, and if someone tells you this is it and this is that, you buy it. And then next thing you know, you come to find out. And look, I, I don't know if the, the I had the Kusa FD, FD, so I don't know if it's necessary a river kayak anymore. But it was originally the early Kusas were definitely a river well, the- kayak. The the bottom of the hole is still the same. Um, it does it just has the flex drive. Yeah. Um, but here's the deal. Um, the rocker on the Kusa is is built for uh for rivers, man. It's yeah. it's not built I, for big water. Yeah, and I read, and I read that, and that's been my my problems. Like I gotta get a new kayak now, cause so that's so what's that's another three four thousand dollars. I could probably sell mine these days. I could probably sell for about two grand, maybe a little bit more. But still, you know, it's do it now. Do it now when COVID is like got all the kayak in. Well, no, like, that, 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 the problem with that is like I want a new kayak this year. And it's finding a new one. It's finding an actual find, new kayak. I can't yeah. find a new kayak. They're all sold out. 
we're so, kind of we kind of entered into an era of bartering. You know, bartering is kind of king again. Um, yeah. You know, you can you can if you're good at bartering, you can go a long way. You know, I was going to ask Drew something because I don't think I ever asked this question before. Um, so you had that scrambler. How many DIY projects did you have going for that scrambler at one time? <laughs> Dude, there wasn't back there back in 2008. There wasn't shit. Like there was right. no yak attack. There was no yak. There was no nothing. And there was then. no there was no spot for you to put anything on a scrambler either. <laughs> oh, I did. I did one. So I took a piece of aluminum plating that was four inches by I think it was like eighth of an inch, and we took it to a, a, a break in our shop. And we bent that sucker around where I was able to screw it on the side of the foot pegs to hold a fish finder, and the arm came off the side. We, I mean, <laughs> that, that's that the kind of rigging we had to do, fishing. man. Oh no, it wasn't made for fishing, but I fished out of that some bitch. I still so. have one, though. I still love it. Um, it's great I, for taking out. I can't the fit it in it. I can't fit it in anymore. <laughs> so that was like a hundred pounds ago, dude. <laughs> I can't so, fit in that. So the podcast, like, how long has it been going on now? Like, I remember when you first guys were first. I don't know if you guys had the idea, but when you guys first put it up on, um, some people said that you guys were going to do a podcast, uh, which was I think earlier in the year, right? Yeah, we February. just started in February, man. We, we right. just started in February. Um, it's been going great. We've we've picked up a a good number of listeners. We've picked up some sponsors. Um, our biggest sponsor, ACK. Um, we, we love having them aboard, and it's funny because you were just talking about, you know, there's all this content, all this content, all this content. Sometimes when you're buying a new contact, or not buying a new contact, when you're buying a new kayak, the biggest thing may be, like, who has the best marketing out there right now is why you pick that kayak. Yeah. And the good thing about our show, we're sponsored by Austin Canoe and Kayak, and they carry every damn thing. So we can basically talk about everything that we want to. I mean, other than Jackson, they don't carry Jackson. But we can talk about any kayaks that we, still we want talk to. talk about Jackson, though. Yeah, but we still talk about Jackson, too. Um, but it allows us a little flexibility there where, you know, if we do like something or we don't like something, like, we, we kind of can be biased about it um, yeah. without worrying about what our sponsors think because they carry everything that we're talking about, man. So... I, I like Austin Kayak. I've been following them for a few years now. Uh, they they have a good they have a good following over there. So they, they do. They, they started out as a small mom and pop shop, right? You know? And I remember whenever whenever I bought my first kayak, they used to carry Emotion kayaks, and that's what it was. It was an Emotion kayak, and I literally had to drive from Houston to Austin to pick up that kayak. Um, and now, not only do they have multiple locations around Texas, but they're owned by Summit Sports, which gives them even you know, a larger buying power. So they've got more product now available to the masses. In fact, they were carrying um, camping gear for a while. Yeah. And and that was getting pretty popular. I think they've since decided to stop carrying the camping gear, but, um, <clears throat> and just stick with paddle sports. Awesome yeah. company. Um, I, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag because we've got another sponsor that we're bringing on in 2021, but okay. there's no conflict there either. With, you guys are doing uh, way better than I am. I, I got no sponsors. Nobody wants it, to. Well, nobody wants to sponsor the dark waters. Man, we're we're hustling for these though. But you have to understand too. 
the sponsorship with ACK, um, for, for anybody that's listening, me and Chris have fished with the general manager. We yeah. fish with the marketing guy. Like They were our friends and stuff before we even started the show. The guys over at ACK, and this this is like just honest to goodness. This isn't me plugging ACK. I could care less. I would say this about them if they sponsored the show or not. The guys that work at ACK, even into the upper management and everything, they're paddlers, man. They fish. We yeah. see them at the tournaments. We see them at the meetups. Like they're they're kayak. They're about the lifestyle. Yeah, right. all the way up, all, all the way up the chain. Um, so when it's we started like, the podcast, they were like, "Yeah, we want to be a part of this. We want to jump on cool. board." We knew the guys. I mean, we fish with them. It's yeah. not like REI. So so before before we started the podcast, um, I had actually been talking to REI um, a lot about their paddle sports. Because here in Houston, all they sell on their their damn shelves in in their Houston store is uh, pungos, and I'm like, pungos are no bueno for for uh, Houston, right? For the, I mean, they, you might find a couple people, but you need to sit on tops, sit on tops, right. Ronnie. And but they none of them knew what the hell they were talking about. You know, the 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 paddle sports portion of REI just didn't have a clue down here in the Houston area. Austin Canoe and Kayak, everybody's got a clue there. And everybody that works there, down to the the person that stocks the shelves in, in the retail shop, is there for a reason. That's because they're they're about the lifestyle. They're about the paddling lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, you guys are uh, just mainly saltwater dudes, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll go to a pond to catch a uh, crappie. To, to fry up, but mainly, no, I, I was joking. We had um, Jeff and Ryan from Kayak yeah. Bass Nation yeah, on the I show. That was, that was a good yeah. episode. Yeah, man, I, I like I said on there, I target bass about as much as I target the salad bar. It's not very, <laughs> it's not very often, man. So, and I actually, I, mean, I live you'll, on Lake you'll, you'll do it, but you'll still have like a few slices of pizza after you did it. So it didn't really make a difference. Yeah. I'm putting, I'm putting tons of ham and egg <laughs> and cheese and, and all that on there. But I live on Lake Conroe too. So, I mean, Lake Conroe is a pretty good uh, bass. Like it's just not great for kayak fishermen because it's a, it's a washing machine out there. A lot of the yeah, time. Once the boat gets started. started. Yeah. But I, I grew up on the coast. So that's my first love, man. And, and. To me, there's nothing like hunting redfish in the skinny marsh. I mean, I know you guys love bass, and I know you know you, you get addicted to those big bass. But me and Chris, we are just addicted to seeing you know a a pumpkin out there in the marsh, just Walking just swimming, yeah, with its with its tail up out of the water and, and trying to trick it into into biting. It's it's more like hunting to me than it is you know actual fishing and that's why i love the salt water so much well i mean the, the, the truth is i'm not from new york like i'm from panama city florida and i grew up on the on the uh, the gulf coast and dude if i was if i was back home i wouldn't be doing bass fishing that much i'd be in the flats. there's some badass bass fishing in florida oh i know i know i know but it's like but i mean i grew up on the water and like i, I lived on the water and it was you know i didn't live like on the uh the beach i live in like the uh the, the intercoastal waterways down there and i was surrounded by flats and you know bayous and bays and things like that and like i i, I used to fish in the bank i love catching redfish i used to go out there and uh and um uh, wade fish all the time and catch uh, trout and reds it was the uh and there's nothing like hooking into a big red like if i was if i was back home and i had a kayak i'd be out there all the time 
probably do the same thing you guys are doing. I love bass fishing, but you know, back home it was just so much fun well, chasing I, I the reds. I tell you what, man. Um, you say primarily, you know, saltwater. Man, I might have to change some things up after seeing those checks that these guys pull in at these yeah, events. There ain't no many checks for uh, redfish, but I no, there, I, there's not a lot of tournaments down here for it. And I, I think that's a big difference between the different kind of podcast and the different kind of environment. Yeah. Like you probably struggled a lot for those five years because there's probably a lot of tight lipped fishermen you know, oh, yeah. around, around the bass community. Well, it's not, it's not as much down here, man. Well, some well, of the, well, well, most of you guys so, kind of fish for adventures though, right? You guys go out there and oh, absolutely. Yeah. it's more, yeah. it's more of a, uh, if I had to like, consider like with most of the guys I talked to, and I've had a few that do, you know, the saltwater lifestyle, uh, you know, a few of the guys who like live in like the, the Northwest of the country that, 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 that target like, uh, you know, the big, the big trouts and the salmon. And it's like, it's like to me, like bass fish is a sport, like, we're all out there like trying to catch checks. We're all out there trying to, whatever, do the whole bass fishing um, thing. But when you look at the salt, like it, like when I was back home, it was called the salt life. Like people who just love to fish and have adventures on the, uh, you know, uh, on the water. Um, and that's that's kind of where I saw, you know, where I see like where like this whole red fishing thing. It's like you go out there, you know, you, you drink beers that have lime in them, and you, you catch a red fish, you bring it back <laughs> home, you cook it. You and your friends are all having like a. a you know, whatever a hookah party or whatever it is, and it's just like it's it, it's it's just a lifestyle. It looks like it's fun and shit. When's the last time you had a hookah party, Drew? <laughs> Not hookah. What's a hookah party? A hula party? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got like a candle or whatever weird shit involved. We're gonna have we're gonna have a hula party on the twenty fourth of October down in Matagorda for the Bro Staff Meetup. That's what we're gonna have. Yeah, I, I know you guys say, do it. I know. Yeah, Josh, you're gonna have um, you're gonna have to. You know, you may not use this episode like you said, because you're giving too much love to the saltwater man. That your your bass guys may turn on you if you say that you would rather be down there catching redfish and trout and everything. Dude, I'm a, I'm a horrible bass fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is none of these guys want to party with me, so I don't get to have like that. There's not oh. the lifestyle, so it's like you know. But you know, back home, that's what they do. They fish, they party, they and there's no there is no sport. They just go out there and have a good time. It's it's nice, but I, I mean, I love the sport of bass fishing and I love catching bass. But like I said, if I was back in my environment, not freezing my ass off, you know, I'd have my shirt off, my board shorts on, some some badass flip flops, and I'd be out there living living the salt life. So, Drew, hey, going back to what you were saying, you said that uh, we don't have the the uh, the kind of the culture for the tournaments here, like like bass. Yeah, you know, I was gonna get do. back into that because I know so, Chris, you do fish tournaments. So. Whenever I was with Mans, okay, I, I, I fished for Mans for five or six years, and we tried so very hard to break into the saltwater market for inshore. Um, and although they already had some presence, they wanted to increase that presence, right? And and so after about the third year, uh, the guy that I'm working with, he goes, man, there's just there's no ground that we can really cover here because – saltwater fishing is dominated by bait bait fishermen and 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 live bait or even dead bait lures they have almost no place and that's kind of why um also that's that's kind of it's funny you say that because you know growing up on the on the the coast like that live shrimp that's that's it yeah yeah and i stopped i stopped chunking bait uh man i'm gonna say around 2001 uh, 2001, 2002, uh, 
um, a friend of mine took me out on his boat and he, he showed me a few tricks and I haven't, I haven't really looked back at, uh, at fishing anything else, but it's a dot. It's back to what you were saying, Drew. We don't have that presence because tournaments aren't going to say, okay, yeah, go fish with live bait. Right. You know, it's because of the sport, because of the sport that you're, you're, um, you're trying to, um, dive into with the lures and, and because the lure companies are providing cash and their product right, is right, out right, there. Right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you this about the, the, the bass tournaments and stuff. We see some of these big numbers like 140 or, you know, 200 guys of those 200 guys. How many of those guys do you really think are a threat to win the tournament? Like when you guys have these big, Big tournaments like this. Well, let's just go to the KBF championship. How many would, people were in it? Uh, the, well, how many people were in it? Or how many people were supposed to be in it? Because the, there was only like 300 people. That only made 300. It down there. Only but 300. The, I know, but but I, I say that because there was supposed to be, if, if, if you know, COVID be damned and all that shit, there was going to be like 800 people there. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, but but then again, then you got you get then you got Hopi that does the tournament of champions, and there's only 50 people that go. But however, it's 50 people who who have won or yeah, who have won? Well. You know, like, well, KBF is different because KBF, I, you can fish a live event and make it down there, or you can fish your uh, your local chapter, and if they're an affiliate, you can you can qualify to go to the national championship. Unlike Hobie, where it's like there's five events, and we're only taking this many people to go fish the uh, the championship. So it's 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 different. But to answer your question, the way I saw it unfold this year, two percent. Of the Bengals are, are are expected to make like the top ten. Uh, the rest of the people, it's like you don't know. Like I mean, if you make a lot of people, if they make the top ten, it's just like holy shit, I made the top ten, and then you don't hear from them for, for a very long time. Or you know, and, and there are other people who who come who, who put it together and they win. But for the most part, there's only like a very small percentage of people who just consistently perform well and win and, and win the money. And every now and then this underdog that just pops out of nowhere. Yeah, because you got to think like I mean kayak fishing, it's just kind of, like uh, there's a lot Game of guys. Of on, yeah, well, there's a lot of guys on boats who don't really think about it, and they're like, well, fuck it, I'll, you know, a kayak event, I'm gonna go get in my kayak and go out there, and this guy's a stick, and he ends up winning because it, you know he's on his home or he's on a lake that he understands that he's. I mean, just because he fish out a boat, don't mean he can't fish out a kayak. So I've seen that kind of happen a few times where like. You know, uh, a really good boat angler is like, well, I'm going to go steal this money from these kayak kids, <laughs> you know. and <laughs> You know, I've seen that happen. But for the most part, you know, like Russ Snyders, uh, Cody Milton, uh, Matthew Scotch, uh, Jody Queen, uh, Derek Brundle, Kim Wood, like all these names. I can say the names of people who are probably going to take your money to go to these tournaments because there's only like a very small percentage of them. Yeah, there's – there on some of these uh, – Saltwater tournaments like we have, Chris. What do you say? You know, it. It's. I think it's a lot easier for some. I won't say to win the tournaments, but for the random lucky guy to get in the top ten on some of these saltwater tournaments. See it all because, the time, man. Yeah, you're, you're only catching two. You're catching two redfish. You're catching two redfish to weigh in. Um, you're in. You know, you have a big area, a big expansive bay system. Um, and you could just run across the fish that day. It's not like like some of the bass guys where you guys are you're bringing in five fish. You have to be on the fish all day. You may have to be on them pre-fishing. Um, you could be lucky 
And, you know, the same shoreline that's holding fish for a damn week, the day of the tournament, there's no fish on that whole shoreline or maybe in that whole back bay. You know, they, they may move up to somebody else's little shoreline or back bay. So it's really just luck of the draw, except for there's a select few that still just hammer everybody's ass. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, just, like, remembering what it was like growing up, you know, in Panama City, Florida was, uh, I mean, it, look, in, in bass fishing, we protect our fish. We don't eat them. We put them back and we try to catch them later. And, you know, and so we build, we build like, like those fish, the only reason they're living is because we've made them a sport. Uh, you know what I mean? Like no one eats bass anymore. Like the, the people who do, they're condemned and I hope they burn in hell. You know what I, I mean? I ate one on Lake, out of Lake <laughs> Erie a couple of years ago. You son of a bitch. It's a small mouth too. Uh, <laughs> no, it was a large mouth. <laughs> but, you know, but, I mean, it, it's fair. Like you don't do that. I look at you guys, you go to scout, you know, you go out and fish, you catch a fish and then. At evening, it's it's on the grill with lemon stuff in its ass or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just yep. Like our whole life, like we protect these fish, we grow them, we make sure they grow up to be big fish. For you guys, oh, this is edible. I'm gonna eat this. Or you know what I mean? Okay, so it's like uh, here's the deal with with uh, redfish, okay? Um, since we're only talking redfish, because that seems to be one of the biggest sport fish around here, as far as inshore, you do have trout events. I'm about to say trout, trout are actually, fun to catch. So trout, I had way more fun catching trout than redfish because there's just abundance of them. Trout used to bring in a lot more money than redfish. Right. They used to. Um, it's been about 10 years now since redfish have taken over. Um, but here's the deal with redfish is that they only get to they, their size. Our slot is 20 to 28. Okay. So right. we have to catch a fish within that slot. The ones that are like 22 to 24 are honestly the best eaters. Uh-huh. And you're not going to bring those into a tournament to weigh them in anyway. Right. I'm looking for 26 to 28. And a 26 might put me in the money, but it's not going to put me at the top. Right. Although it has maybe once. <laughs> um, and those guys, on, honestly, we're putting them back. Um, anybody who's conservation-minded is going to put back most of the fish that they catch. Um, but... but I mean, the probably the largest slaughter of fish are going to happen this weekend. Uh, Flatty Daddy is a tournament that uh, we put on every year with uh, Fish Sticks. There's a rod uh, builder down here in, in yeah, Houston. Yeah, I've heard about them. And, and uh, we usually have about uh, – last year we had 380, I think, 380 anglers uh, fish this flounder tournament. And everybody brings in flounder. <laughs> the flounder will die this weekend. <laughs> I mean, that's another like, thing I really miss about saltwater fishing is, I mean, that's it. Like, you can go out there, you can you can target flounders, you can target reds, you can target trout. Um, you can, depending yes. on where Florida you win, you can go for the boneheads, you can go for the yes. uh, snook, uh, tarpon in some places, the sheep, sheep heads. Sheep heads are fun fish to catch. Um, yeah, and, and they could all be byproducts of whatever you were normally targeting. That's what I love about. That's what I love about saltwater like, fishing. Uh, people understand, like, like yeah, I know all these bass fishermen are all about these artificial lures and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, like, go down to Panama City, Florida, get on these flats, put a shrimp on a hook, throw it in there, and just watch the water just start to boil up because something's trying to kill. The, something's trying to eat this thing. You have no idea what it's going to be. It should be a trout. I'm in the flats, but they say no. It's a bull shark or or whatever. You, you don't know. It's just it's 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 just I, I miss it. Ace, you have a great time with it, but I don't know how to turn that into a sport because it's just uh, it's dude. It's just all over the place when you, when you really think about it. Oh yeah, for or, the bait for the bait definitely. 
or, 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 or turn it into the way the sport the way that like bass fishing is a sport. I mean, it, like I said, bass they they they've like created like they, they they've trained the fish to be part of the sport. Like everything is like created in that sport. I don't know how you do that with uh with saltwater, especially when you look at a lot of saltwater. Like it's a uh, it's a tourist attraction. People want to go out there and catch reds and eat them. Uh, you got you got tons of charter boats that, that that's their whole existence to take people off to the to the flats or whatever to the bay. They fish with bait. Yeah, they fish with bait. So yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to what you say, like it's it, it's bait driven, right? It is, yeah. The companies the companies that are out there that are putting money into tournaments, they don't have a product to market to saltwater fishermen, um, because saltwater fishermen, the majority of them are using bait. Right. But a lot of the a lot of the kayak fishermen though we're we're using lures we're using yeah. lures for tournaments for for the ones that they do have now I'm not against throwing bait at all Chris knows this for sure like I always have my cast net in the kayak with me whenever I'm going to eat lunch I I grab my cast net I catch some mullet and I eat my sandwich and I throw mullet out there to see what's gonna to see what's gonna be on there you know so eat I'm your not sandwich against, you said that like you're eating one sandwich. Eat my eat my sandwiches. Um, it's usually two and some Fritos and some beef jerky and and all that shit. But you know it, it's I'm not against throwing lures. Um, I usually throw lures most of the day until it's time to just chill. But there there are some tournaments. We don't want it to sound like there's no tournaments. Right. Yeah, I know there's but, tournaments, but. I know but like you, but like you guys say, you know, you could fish a, you could probably fish if you wanted to travel, you could probably fish a tournament every weekend or every other weekend for most of the year. For for us down here, we may be able to fish a tournament one to two a month, one to two a month maybe. And you know, Texas is a big ass place, and there's a lot of coastline up and down here to right. fish, and we could still only fish one or two a month. From what March until October, you know that October's when they pretty much shut off. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's when they end. So there's just there's not as much availability to right. to fish in these tournaments, and they're just they're not as structured and as established as some of the right. bass tournaments. And it, it gets to be, you know, I don't want to say janky, but some of these tournaments are janky. Well, yeah, just so like KBF at one point. I don't know if they still do it, but I know when I first got interested with KBF, they had a redfish. Um, well, they just started that just like two years ago. Two, three years. Okay, so, and it was cool because you know, like you know, you know, I grew up in Panama City, Florida. Caught on though. And it, it, also, it, it probably did because I haven't heard anything about it this year. But I mean, but I mean, it was a cool idea because you know, I grew up in Panama City, Florida, and then when I joined the Marine Corps, I moved up to uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, and I was in the, uh, the the same same type of areas, like all those like inshore fishing areas, redfish, trout you know, all that shit. And then, you know, move, and just like, there's tons of places for it to become an actual sport where like you could travel the coastline the, the same way we travel from lake to lake across the country. In theory, it's a great idea, right? I mean, it's like, you can, you can, if, if you're really into the sport of redfish, you can do it. And you have a tournament in Texas, you go to Florida, Louisiana. Here's uh, what happened though, is that they did it virtual only and they uh, had no lot. They no, had no events except for one. At the end of the year, you you went to um, the the east coast of Florida, uh, like the Space Coast area, and and fished that event only if you made it in like the top twenty or whatever. Now, but was there was there slot limits for these tournaments? Yes, they were um, they were mandated by your area. 
Yeah, and see, that's where I don't I don't like the online tournaments, especially when there's slot limits as far as, you know, Redfish are 20 to 28 here, um, and there's a lot of fuckery that goes on whenever you're measuring a fish that's 28 and a half, and you can watch you can you can see the picture the and board. they got the dude's nose just like rammed <laughs> up into the the dang thing. His tail's not spread at all, and he's 28 inches. And then the next picture, it looks like there's an eighth of an inch gap, and he's pinching the hell out of the the, the tail to get it to you know 27 and nine sixteenths on there. And it's just there's too much room for error whenever you're doing slots like that. Where in bass fishing, it's just as long as it can be, you know, the the longer the better. And if it's, you know, 30 inches, it's 30 inches. If it's 20 inches, it's 20 inches. Yeah. When you're in that slot, there's a lot of fuckery that goes on there. And I, I've seen it in those online tournaments and looking at some of those pictures. You guys um do you guys follow major league fishing at all? Yeah, I mean, I do. I'm not, like, religious about it or anything. Right, right. I mean, there's some people that are crazy about it, and they, yeah. there, there's some people that fucking hate it, right? Mm-hmm. They go nuts uh, hating on it. But um, so the Elite tried to start a series, uh, and this is what makes it hard with kayakers. Um, they did an inshore redfish series just like MLF, mm-hmm. and it was really cool watching it, man, because um, yeah. you get to see all the cameramen, you know, with the fishermen and everything like that. But you just can't do that with kayaks. How in the hell are you going to have a cameraman follow around a, a kayaker all day? Well, I think I think that's going to be the future of the sport. I think it's going to get better. Like we've, because the thing is, like, you need a cameraman to follow you around. We're getting now to the point where like, you don't need a cameraman. You just need a camera, and I can put a camera. Like I got GoPros yeah. in my boat. I got myself. I mean, like you watch me. I, I post. Your shit, shit all better time. work good too. <laughs> you know, it better, yeah, it better work good. Like, and, and, but you know, as the sport grows. I imagine, like, why not? Like, I mean, I tell you what, now, what kayak bass fishing needs right now, or what they're waiting on, they're waiting for the technology where one central location can control the cameras all over the place on these boats. You know what I mean? Like, right now, we got to, like, where it could be a live feed. Yeah, right now. It it could be a live feed from the dude with the action hat and some kind of GoPro on there, and they could shoot it back and put it on, put it on TV or put it online so you can exactly see. see. I see. You sign a a contract that says that, you know, so and so has the the right to use whatever camera that you have posted on on your kayak, and that's it. And everyone has, you know, whatever it is with GoPro, whatever, somewhere on their kayak, and that's going to be ran by whatever whoever to uh so they can do because they can have a live stream oh yeah i could see that happening it's just it's just people protesting the techno- yeah well, why why would you see people processing it because because their equipment stopped working or and oh they- no this isn't this isn't for like the uh like for like for people like you're not judging fish off this you're just watching someone fish that's all you're watching i mean you still got to go through the whole process of you know, oh, the way in is still. The way, yeah, that, that stuff all stays the same. But I'm saying as far as like, because like, I mean, for a sport to grow or any sport, like you gotta have people who are interested in watching it. If no one's interested in watching it, then then, it, then it's just like a lobster competition or something like that, where you just go down there and get a lot. <laughs> like like yeah, the only thing they give a shit are the people out there just getting lobsters. You know what I mean? Like no one Gosh. wants to watch. What? Gosh, I'm interested in taking your money. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I don't care how many people are sitting there watching me do it. it but, 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 but again, 
but but spot but sponsors that's yeah i, yeah, I see where you're getting yeah, we, don't, we don't have them here. bringing money into the There's sport spon- you know sponsors are everything the only reason that kbf is doing as good as they are is because they got sponsorship with real tree the only reason that, that hobie's doing as, as good as they are is because they have a sponsorship with themselves hobie uh i mean so like you got to have sponsors and so you have a live feed it helps it helps the angler and it helps the uh the fish organization because if i uh you know if i if i'm a new canoe guy or an old town guy and I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm on my old town right now, and I'm casting my Z-Man chatterbait, and it's it's live, and people are watching me do these because people are doing it now. Like people will video self videos video themselves fishing just leisurely and talk about sure. what they're doing. And we are well enough, aware. Yeah, if you have enough fo- if you have enough followers, sponsorships sponsors like, whoa, how about can you can you put our sticker in there? Can you put our logo? Can you say that you like us and things like that? And then and that, that's where you know that's that that also I imagine that's the future of the sport. Or, and you don't even gotta be a good angler at some point, or if you have the following and you have the uh, the content, because look, look, just look what content's doing now. Imagine if that shit's live all the time, like you're out there fishing and people are just following me live all, the whole time. I'm just kissing ass and praising all these great brands that are that are making me catch fish. You know, like that's what they want. So can we get past uh, the fact that all kayaks are going to be motorized first? <laughs> Oh, dude, dude. That, <laughs> dude, that's uh, I, I don't know what I think about that because it's gonna happen. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm getting down to the point where like, I might, we'll see in two years. I might be done with kayaks. I might just go with a John boat. Um, because I mean, like, what, what, what's gonna be the difference between a kayak and a John boat in two, three years? So that, how did that um, hurt or help uh, events like KBF? Well, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. It's, it's done. I don't know if you can say it hurt because I mean like I don't know I don't, I really don't know how to explain. There's it. There's probably like only one or two people out there doing it right now, or what? Well, no, I know that uh, it had to be a financially driven decision for KBF, right? Because uh, when you look at who puts the big check in, it's that uh, that the, the, the torpedo. Torpedo. Yeah, and so yeah. I imagine I imagine that they made a deal with Chad. Hey, make us legal, and then, and then when you see the big check, it has to, like you know seventy five thousand dollars, whatever it says, you know torpedo, and so. I imagine that's why, but there's like two things that happened. Yeah, it, it, it kind of took us away from self-proportion and, and it, it kind of changed what a kayak is, but it's also bringing more people into it because most people are lazy and don't want to paddle or, you know, pedal their way through it. So now you're getting more, you know, more angler. I don't know. It, it was definitely a money-driven decision, but Hobie's doing okay without it. Like, they're, they're, they're still no non-motor, but I don't know how long it's going to last because – I've seen a lot of posts for their Torquedo um, kits lately. Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, well, I'm, I'm talking about the Hovey actual the tournament series. Yeah, oh, they're they're, okay. they're they're still they're still uh, they're not motor they don't have motors yet. Tell you they're, what, down here our three biggest events along the coast all allowed electric motors this year. I don't know how I don't know how I feel about it. My only problem is that there has to be. Because it's not just the motors that, that I see. It's like, okay, there's got to be like these set standards in sport, not like what you know what, what you do in your leisure time. Because at the end of the day, it's just like I want to catch fish the most efficient way I can. Can't afford a, can't afford a, a big giant bass boat, so I went with a kayak. But if I can put a motor on this thing to make it easier to travel from point A to point B, I don't mind that too because I'm, wor- I'm not in a sport of kayak bass fishing. But when you get into sport and you say this is a sport of kayak bass fishing, well, there's got to be like some set rules on what – the kayak supposed to be and all i see them now is they keep changing it okay well someone wanted to be able to use a motor so they don't have to paddle a paddle 
Okay, so they, they add that. So now kayak has you know it's it's not a, it's not a pedal or paddle sport. It's it's a motorized sport too. That's what a, so kayak you can move a kayak three ways now. Back in the day, you can only use it once. You can only move it one way. Then you can move it two ways when they invented the the, uh, the pedals. And now we got three ways to move this boat. Okay, so what is a kayak? I don't know what a kayak is anymore. It's it's, <laughs> it's and, and so and now they're changing. Like you look at a new canoe. That thing is the, – the whole the whole of those things is huge. I mean you can just fit so much stuff in it, and it's great. It makes fishing more efficient or you know, fishing more efficient. I'm not against that, but we're talking about a sport. Like we got to draw a line because at some point – it's just like any – like you do steroids would be okay if everyone was allowed to use them, right? Like right. any sport, steroids would be okay. If everyone was allowed to use them, they wouldn't be bad. And so I, I look at this now. It's like with like kayak fishing, it's like – are we going to keep just allowing things? Because at some point, it's not going to be a kayak anymore. It's just going to be a cheaper bass boat hey, or something like that. You said it at the very beginning of your rant. <laughs> money. 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 Yep. Motivated by money. Yeah, yep. so I imagine like, you know, the, 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 the little motors, it, it was a financial decision. They get better, bigger sponsors. And, 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 and you know, Torpedo, they, uh, they sponsor the shit out of KBF. Uh, motor Guide. They're uh, they match up really good with the uh, the new canoes, um, you know. And I'm not sure who uh, Old Town's using right now with their Minn Kota. Uh, Minn Kota. Yeah, so I mean, it's just like I don't know. I don't. Know, I, I, but, you know, like where I stand is like I really don't care because it's just kayak fishing. So I don't know how serious I'm supposed to take the shit, anyways. I mean, right. I love doing it <laughs> and I have a great time. And but it's not. But it's like to me, it's still just it's just kayak fishing. You're it's like. like yeah, it's because you're a saltwater dude at heart, man. You're a saltwater <laughs> guy at heart, so it's like, fuck it, it's just fishing. I just want to go out and I want to yeah. have a good time. I want to, I want to feel a little tug, and then I want to go home and I want to have a few beers. It's because, like, it's because we can't play little league anymore, yeah. so we got to have something to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm just trying to have a good time. I like, just tell me what the rules are, and then let me go fish. You know, I mean, I don't. I really I think there's gonna there's gonna be a separation. There there's got to be a point in the next few years where it's gonna be this tournament is a paddle and pedal only, and this tournament allows the um, allows the the motors. And it's probably gonna end up being the ones that you can paddle and pedal are gonna have less payouts. There's gonna be a little less money in it, and the ones that for for the higher people who can afford to put you know, have a $5,000 rig because I don't know about you guys, but one of the reasons why I got into kayak fishing is was I could spend $350 on a yes. freaking kayak and I could get to all the places that, you know, I thought I was going to catch all these fish on, but I could get out and I could get around and it was the simplicity of it in the first place that made me want to really get out there and do it. Well, that's, that's the problem that bothers <laughs> me the most about the sport of it. Like, cause I love, I, I just love to compete. I love to have a good time and compete. I just love it. I don't know what it is. I just I want to go up there. I want to try to win money. But the problem is, I'm the same way as you. I got into this because it was a four. Because dude, if I could afford a boat, if I could afford to take care of a boat, if I could afford to be the fish out of one of those glittery, you know, bass boats. Glitter boats. I would. I absolutely would. But I can't afford that shit. You know, I, th- <laughs> this is the money I make. This is the money I have to spend on hobbies. And so kayak made the most sense. And it was a beautiful thing when I found it. I'm like, oh wow, this is the shit. And so you get into the sport and you realize that like, oh, it's not affordable anymore. It's not like it's like I was looking at some of these guys' boats, these tournaments. It's like, dude, that's just that's just a cheap, shitty bass boat. But it's still a bass boat, man. It's just <laughs> you know what? I'm looking at I'm looking at this dude setting in the background, though. And, and I'm like, I'm like, but but he's got a fucking basement, dude. And basements are so cool. They must cost money. 
because yeah. we can't have them here. We can't have basements. <laughs> That's because they'd you got be, they'd water. Be, they'd be flooded <laughs> because because oh, we're yeah. below below sea level. <laughs> yeah. We got we got attics, but yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I I like to tell myself 90% of the time I'm like I love being out here on the kayak. I love being this close to the water. I love you know being seeing everything going on around me. And then I'll go out with Chris on his skiff, and I'm like, fuck, man, this is the way to go. I ain't got a paddle. We should go 12 miles. But it's half and half. Like, some days I go kayak fishing, and I'm like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm so peaceful out here. And then some days I'm like, this sucks. I'm sweating. I, you know, I've got swamp ass. I got skunked. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. And then you go out on the boat, and you're like, man, even when you get skunked, you're like, well, at least I'm not fucking hungry and tired. Yeah. Oh, and the best thing about the boat, if it gets hot, you just turn on the air conditioning. Yeah, or, or or just go faster. <laughs> you just you just go, man. And like I said, I love it, but I think a lot of times it's just bullshit when people say stuff like that. Like, oh, it's it's so personal. I'm closer to the water and blah blah blah. It's like, no, bitch, you're broke just like me. It's just the way. It, <laughs> it's just the way it is. Like, because I mean, yeah. I, I, when I first got into the sport, I, you know, because you know, hold you know, up, my, hold up, I'm holding. Those people that you're talking about. I feel so close and intimate with the water. Those are the same people that are hanging out at the breweries that you said you don't like going to. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that, dude. It's 50-50. I, no, I'm, I, I, it's 50/50 I'm literally just talking shit because I've had, I've had a few beers tonight. No, look, that's your thing. <laughs> but, but, the, but the truth is, is it like the way, the way I look at the sport is that we're always – and someone said it best. It was someone that was on the Jackson team. They weren't a competitive fisher, and, and they were talking to him about the motors. He's like – Dude, I don't give a shit. I, I'm just trying to fish as efficiently as I possibly can. And, you know, I started in a kayak, you know, and I had my paddle and that helped me get to places that play, that boats couldn't get. And then he's like, and then I added pedals and that helped me get to better different places to help me catch you know better fish. And then, then, then I put a motor on it and I was able to move water faster. And then, then I could took the motor off, grab my pedal and get into these places and all these things. And it's just like, it all comes down about making your uh, your equipment more efficient, and so I don't I just don't know where they're going to draw the line because you know motor because now we're at motors. What's it going to be when the well? Can I have a bigger kayak? Can I make it wider? Can I make it longer? Can I put this on? I, I'm seeing guys now that have three monitors. For, or, no, the last time I saw the guy had two monitors for his fish finder. He had two monitors on his kayak. A kayak has two monitors and like he's and, doing video game fishing. Yeah, and, and that, that's great, but he did it because it made him more efficient at catching fish, and that should always be the goal. So I don't know how serious you can take kayak fishing in the future because we're always going to try to do what's going to make fishing or make ourselves more efficient at catching fish, and that's just having better technology, bigger, better, and just being bigger and better. So I don't know how – I mean, the sport will do what it does, but, it, but we're talking about, like, the growth of the sport and getting to, like, a place where – you know, you know, we're like bass, man. You know, all the big boats are. The reason why those guys are where they are is because they kept getting more efficient at catching fish. They kept upgrading their upgrading their boats, upgrading their technology, their electronics, and all these things to the point where it's like, I don't know what they're gonna are they gonna be able to fly soon? I don't know. It's just like, but I mean, that's that's, that's what the sport that's what sport does. You want it to be as efficient about- and better and, and the best at the sport. And that's that's the crazy thing about sports. It's just and every sport's like that. You're gonna and, do what you, you see, can. Redfish guys are not buying that stuff. 
No, yeah. you guys are all about That's, salt life. It's all about yeah. It's all about fish, limes, and beers and shit, man. It's, it's the way it goes. <laughs> well, that this goes like all the way back to where we were talking at first. You could have a damn. You could have a motor on the back. You could have a okay. You could have a Hobie PA with a torpedo and fucking two 12-inch monitors with helix, whatever side scan, everything, all that good shit. That does not make a damn when you're in. 10 inches of water, you're standing up, you're pushing through the damn mud, and you're watching the redfish in front of you, and you gotta try, you have to try not to spook them whenever you're flipping, whenever you're flipping a bug's lure, you're flipping something in front of them. It doesn't matter what equipment you have. You could be in any kayak in the world, as long as you can stand up in it, and you have the same advantage as the next guy who's in a, you know, he could be in that damn spaceship that Eric Jackson has right now out there <laughs> in, in, in there. You could be in that $11,000 kayak, and it doesn't make a damn if somebody's in a pelican beside you, if he can stand. You have the same shot at that fish because you're hunting. You're not really fishing. You're hunting these yeah. fish out. You're using your senses. You're using, you know, you're using your sight. You're watching the water. You're watching the bait. You're, you're seeing how the fish react to you. And it does. It doesn't matter how much electronics you have. It doesn't matter any of that. That's why I love. That's why I love the red fishing so much, man. What were you gonna say? Satan, we're waiting on you. Yeah, oh, we're cutting ahead. Josh off like all night long. We're cutting him. I'm sorry. Oh, we're no, sorry. No, it's difficult. There's three of us on here. We're all drinking <laughs> beer. So. <laughs> well, no, I don't know what he, he's drinking. His juice. This is ginger beer and uh, lime vodka. So there's oh, the line. There's the line so, right there. That's man. so cool, man. You got ginger. It's a Moscow mule, man. It's a mule. If I said it was a mule, you guys wouldn't say shit. I got that that pimp juice, baby. Oh wait, you Dr. can't even see it because Doctor Juice. Doctor Juice. Um, I think this shit is like eight percent alcohol, man. So let's uh, cause uh, dude, I got I eventually got to stop podcasting tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um. So more about your show, like what are, what what are some of the things? Like, cause I mean, like who who are you trying to bring on? Cause you guys have brought on a variety of people. I've, I think I saw mm-hmm. Matt Scotch on there. I've seen Ryan yep. Lambert and uh, Jeff Malich, you know, great guys, uh, mainly bass fishermen. And you know, like what what do you guys really target? You guys aren't just trying to go out there and just promote like saltwater fishing. No, so, we're trying to do both. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I'll let you. We, I'm we cutting have, everybody off. We have sort of a um, and we. We have a format or a couple different formats. Okay, one is purely informational, where we're bringing um, product knowledge to the listeners. You know, that's when we bring on people from like Pure Fishing, Abu Garcia, um, um, product manufacturers, different companies. ACK comes on, of course, because you know they're they're affiliated with us. But then we have other episodes called the Milk Crate Confessionals, right? That's yeah. the other hodgepodge shit that everybody just throws into their milk crate after they're done fishing. And and that's just – that could be a free-for-all, right? We're right. talking about all sorts of stuff. You know, where are the redfish at today? Where are the flounder going to be at tomorrow? When's the best time for, for uh, you know, fishing for trout? Um, How long should my leader be? You know, yeah. what's the best yeah. fishing crate? It's, it's all the shit that you see in the forums that everybody asks all the time and you see those questions come up. Or if they get on our Facebook page, the Paddler's Playbook, and they ask a question there, we'll throw it into the Milk Crate Confessions episodes. That's why I kind of like your show. That that kind of because like 
because you can go so far. You can, there's so far you can go with that kind of that kind of concept. Because mine, I'm mean, I'm a little more. It's a little easier for me than some other podcasts that are like with it in the uh, the bass fishing community. But I'm very limited. Like it's about catching bass. Uh, yeah. And you know, and now like I've had issues because I've only talked to kayak anglers, and so now like, well, maybe I, you know. I should branch out, start talking to like the big boat anglers, and then talk to uh, you know, well, and, and or just to, or not make it just about bass. No, no, I should start Forget doing about. that more too, because that's why that's one of the reasons I brought you guys on here is because it's like, well, shit, dude, like let's let's get into some saltwater fishing, let's get into this and that, because I mean, it's just you gotta be careful sometimes, because like especially with sports, like sports just so specific, some you know, what I mean, it is, it's very specific. We talk about the sport of something, so I'm trying to get not away from that because that's a big part of the show, but it's also it can be a hindrance because it can cause something. It causes it to become stagnant. I mean, it's just it's just kayak fishing. And if we're just gonna talk about one part of kayak fishing, which is you know you know kayak bass fishing, the sport, then it's like, well, how many times are we gonna have the same? Con- it's gonna be the same conversation. Yeah. Once, so, once you do once you do like a hundred and fifty you know episodes, it's like it's just the same goddamn conversation every time. So we gotta find <laughs> we gotta find ways to like get this out there. And it's really weird because I have such a you know I'm like you guys, but the opposite at the same time where you guys have the ocean or the Gulf and you got all these different kind of fish and fisheries you can fish. I'm like, I'm up here in upstate New York and we got, you know, pike and, uh, you know, trout salmon and all these other things up here, landlocked salmon and shit like that. It was like, there's just so much more I need to like dabble into to make the show interesting, which is kind of what you guys are doing. Well, and, and there's one thing we kind of have a, a rule. It's an unspoken rule. Um, and I know we pick, I, you know, I pick on drew about, about dragging things out and he picks on me about dragging things out. But, we kind of have an unspoken rule and we, we know each other really well to the point where we know that we don't need to talk about that again, or yeah. we don't need to keep, we don't need to keep hammering that subject. In fact, Drew handles pretty much the business end of all of this. Anyway. Um, when, when you look at our logo, you can see mostly everything on that logo gravitates towards Drew because this is really his show. I didn't. I didn't even design the logo. That's not true. That's not true at all. That's My face is just kind of on there, off to the right, because I'm just like a personality on the show. But um, when we talk about okay, what are we going to do next? Usually, I can pretty much guarantee you the conversation starts off, and then we're typing the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't oh, even yeah. know it. We right. don't even know it. Like, like we're going, you know, what are we going to do for next month? He asked that question. And while he's answering his own question, I'm answering it. And then we, we kind of hit send at the same time. It's like, oh, shit. We kind of want to do the same thing for next month. Um, we're in sync as far as um, the topics that we want to cover. So, And we know that we never want to pound another topic to death because that's one one way you're going to lose some listeners and um, we don't ever talk about fishing trips um, because nobody really, it's great to sit and bullshit with your friends about a fishing trip and talk about something stupid that you saw or something stupid that you did or, or how Drew used all the fucking toilet paper one day. <laughs> That's this is true. This is very true. <laughs> but um, listeners they they want something out of what what you're putting um, yeah out, right yeah. Uh, want to get something out of it and at least our target audience i yeah. josh i don't know about your target audience i don't know i don't um, either those guys are weird 
<laughs> no, no, his target audience, I can tell you, because I've listened to his show a lot. He get he does a lot of current events. He does a lot of, you know, what's going on with this event, what happened at this event. Then you have the guys on that did well at those events. They give a little bit of, you know, how they did well, how pre-fishing went, um, th- that kind of stuff. Like, I-, I enjoy your show for that. But like you were saying, if, th- if you have like pike around and you have all this type of fishing and you're getting stale, man, dude, get out and do some of that other yeah. fishing. Talk no, about exactly. that stuff. Um, Chris was talking about our shows and our upcoming shows. Like you can tell by our upcoming shows, we like to be pretty diverse. So we have a milk crate confessions episode that we're filming Thursday. Then we have a live show that we're doing at our bro staff meetup. We should, pr- I think we're going to have even between 50 and a hundred dudes out there in the marsh living the salt life. Like you're saying, we're going to catch fish. Bonfire, we're going to cook red beers. fish. Yeah. Beer. We got a beer sponsor there. Yeah. God we're going to shove lives of everybody's ass. Um, but we have a live there, but then we're switching gears right after that. And we're doing a fall flounder tactics. So we're going to do a show with a guy named Roy Ramirez and he hammers the flounders ass. Like, he is a flounder fisherman. Um, He's going to come on to talk about tactics there. But then we're going to switch it up and talk about cold weather apparel. And then, you know, to end the year, we're going to do, like, a holiday gear and gift-giving extravaganza. We're just going to talk about all the shit that we want to buy and we can't afford. So maybe (laughs) somebody's somebody's old lady can take some hints, and we're going to drop some subliminal messages on there so guys can uh, get some of the gear they want. But we just try to mix it up, man. Um We've had a good response to everything with the way that we've been doing it. Uh, a lot of a, a lot of being active on Facebook, which is hard as hell. Like I don't know if people understand how hard it is to be active on Facebook for like a business or a show or it, something man. like that, dude. Look, I'm gonna stop you right there because see, I spend all day long, like ten hours a day, just just yelling at people. And telling people <laughs> to fuck off all day, and I, I like pound keyboards all day long, and then like I don't want to be on Facebook. Um, I don't want to be on, um, you know, anything. Um, but this dude, he's like doing the social media. He's doing all the posts. He's emailing. He's talking to prospective. Uh, 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 that is not yeah. true. I'm working. I'm working no, no, all no, no, day. Oh, no, you're getting my your job. My employees are listening. I'm working no. all day long. All I'm day. You, you, I don't see how you do it. You get your regular nine to five done, and then you still got this energy to go out and do this other shit. You know, me. I'm just this like, shit is this is fun, man. This shit is fun. How many other people get to get on at? Nine, ten o'clock at night, drink beers, drink <laughs> Moscow mules, drink lime vodka, and talk about fishing and talk this. about shit that, and talk about shit that they love. I'm good like, with this, but, this is but fun. Facebook just pisses me off. I just want to punch the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, cool, man. Like we gotta wrap this up, guys. I gotta go go to bed. <laughs> you sure you don't want to hang out for another half hour, man? Only, only, only if it's uh. You know, we're, we're you guys are eating redfish and shoving limes in your drinks or whatever, but uh, I don't know. I um I really enjoyed this conversation because it was different than what I'm I'm usually used to because I don't you know like you said like I you know I, I'm 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 good with current events. 
you know, one of the things I like to do, I like to talk to people who don't win tournaments because I think they have the most important stories to tell. That's me. That's me. That's well, me. Well, no, I, I mean, don't... I like because I mean, like to me, like one of the things that I didn't like when I was here, it's always everyone always talks about winning, and like to me, like fishing is like it's not a we don't win. Like a lot, of, a lot of us go out there and we struggle. And I want to know. And then those are the stories like to hear. Like people go out there, struggle, have to figure it out. And I mean, this is a big, this is a journey. Like I mean, none of us are absolute sticks yet. We're we're all trying to get better, get more efficient at this thing called fishing. And not only that, but it's a lifestyle. I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I do love the salt life. Because when you go back home, you can see it on people's trucks and cars. They got stickers telling you what they do. They uh, they, they 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 live they live in the salt water and. Um, I definitely miss that kind of environment, but still, uh, it's just like. I tell you what, man. If you're ever interested in making the trip down, you've got at least two dudes to fish with right down here Texas? in Texas. So, D- yeah, absolutely, Texas so man. Bad. Come on down, dude. dude. We'll take you out in the marsh. Let's go hunt some redfish. I, I just want some of that Texas freedom, man. <laughs> oh, it's good. Dude, it's good dude. shit, bro. Yeah, we'll catch some. We'll catch some redfish. We'll shoot some guns. Hell, let's go do whatever you want to do, man. Best thing about about fishing with Drew also is that night fishing, all he has to do is take off his hat. He glows in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> that's very. That's, that's very a true. Joke, by the way, that's very. That's yeah. People can't. In case see. no one can see what Drew looks like, it's because he's bald. So. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. But but before we get off here, I know we talked about before. Me and Chris are trying to start, you know, this little movement. We're calling it the Bro Staff movement. We know that, yeah, we know Bro Staff has kind of got a, a negative connotation in some circles because connotation. Yeah, connotation. Doesn't have condensation, man. No, that's not what I said. I didn't say <laughs> condensation. Uh, anyway, but we know we know that there's there it, it's it's negative in some circles because they're just making fun of some of the pro staffers that go around and say like bro check out this bro check out this. But what we're trying to do with the bro staff is we're trying to flip that around. We're trying to make it a positive thing where everybody that kayak fishes can be part of the bro staff. They can be part of, you know, they can be part of something. They can feel like they're part of a group. They can ask questions in our bro staff group. And if you get on Facebook, you can check that out. It's the hashtag bro staff. You can go on there and join. And if if someone comes in there and they give you a smart ass answer and they don't give you a real answer after that, then, dude, we'll kick them out of the group. Like, we, we, you can give a smart-ass answer, but make sure you give some good information afterwards. Like, we're okay with being funny, but there's, there's way too many people out there that just want to be smart-asses. They don't want to help other people out. Um, they're only in it for themselves, and those type of people are not part of the bro staff. They're not part of what we are trying to get together and put together. We really want there to be, you know, a camaraderie, a, a group of people who may not be the elite fishermen out there, but they enjoy fishing and they're out there fishing for the right reasons. So for that reason, we call all of our listeners the bro staff. We have bro staff stickers available. We're having a bro staff meetup October 24th down in Matagorda, Texas. Um, we're having a capping, camping trip there. So, you know, we're, we're trying to change the way people think of the term bro staff. And I think it's starting to catch on, especially down here. We, we really want people to enjoy fishing because that's the main reason we started the podcast, too. We want to make the learning curve easier for people. We want people to catch more fish. We want people to enjoy their time out on the water. We want people to enjoy their time kayaking, enjoy their time with their family, enjoy their time with their friends. And we want to put out as much information as we can to make that happen. 
And if you listen to our show and you're part of the bro staff, we also have, you know, some of our sponsors that give everybody a 15% discount, just like the pro staffers out there. So you're getting the bro staff discount just by listening to the show, man. Hey, hey um, next year, hopefully, man, that's going to blow up. Those discounts are going to get wild. Yeah, I, I really hope so. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I hate everything you just said. It sounds stupid. <laughs> I want no parts. <laughs> just kidding. No, I like it. That's, that's good stuff, man. That's good energy. I like that shit. It's, it sounds all mushy-gushy, but it's what everybody really, really thinks. when guys drink this beers is, at night. This is, the only, this is the only way Drew can get people to like him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't get it's people to like It's actually me. I have no friends. <laughs> Well, that's that's cool, guys. why you're that's why you're on the right side of the logo. That's, that's why right. you're on the other side because we, we you don't have any friends. We got to move it over to the left side towards mine. All right, cool. Let's wrap this thing up, guys. Uh, let's go ahead. Um, give us some love to the people that make fishing easier for you. Let people know how they can follow you. You know, not just not just the uh, the podcast, but the bro staff, all that shit. And then we'll end this thing. Well, we, we are our sponsors right now, uh, Real Sportswear. If you guys haven't checked out Real Sportswear, they have some really cool fishing gear. They're coming out with some wading pants uh, coming up real soon. They have some solar bandits. And when I talk about fishing gear, usually you, you just see, you think of fishing shirts as that drab uh, tan and shit like that that people wear to Applebee's. Uh, when they're taking their their <laughs> lady out for dinner, like they they have some they have some really cool patterns. They have some really cool stuff. ACK is also uh, one of our sponsors. Like they they have everything. Like I said, they they have all the major brands. Um, they really support us. They're 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 a bunch of fishermen. Uh, ACK th- th- those two are our main. We have another one to announce, but we're not going to do that until. January, I believe, and, and that's a big one. If you're gonna look for us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, um, the Paddler's Playbook. There, you'll you'll see a silhouette, and you'll see our logo there. We're also on Instagram. Chris, what's our Instagram? Instagram is Paddler's underscore Playbook. Yeah, you can you can find us there. We'll we'll post there too. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Google Play. We're Hopefully on all. Soon those. to be on Amazon. Yeah, soon to be on Amazon. We're we're everywhere there. Um, we do have some Bro Staff stickers for sale. Those are going to be available Monday. Check out the Facebook page there. And me and Chris answer any questions that anyone sends in to our messages or they post on the Bro Staff group. The group is the hashtag Bro Staff. Um, you'll you'll see that on Facebook as well. We run mainly everything through Facebook. But any question you ask on there. You'll get answers. I mean, and we're we're to the point now where we've grown the group and we've, you know, conveyed this this I don't want to say image, but you know, we've conveyed that you guys need to help each other. That we had somebody post the other day and said, Hey, I just moved here from Florida. Uh, I want to head out on the coast. Can anybody help? You know, is anybody going fishing this weekend? He hooked up with another member of the group. They went out fishing. One dude caught a slam. One dude got on his first Texas redfish. Like it was a it was a really cool thing. And the guy had posted in four other groups that he was going fishing and nobody answered a damn thing in those four other big groups with like twenty four thousand people and everything. But he posted in in the bro staff group and immediately somebody said, yeah, I'll take you out. Um, So that was a great thing. So check us out on on Facebook, you know, Spotify, whatever. I really don't care. 
if if you if you listen to a lot of the podcast i mean it's awesome to have that but seeing stuff in the groups like them hooking up and going out and catching a limit like that's what i really care about because that's what the show is about i'm like i said it sounds all mushy gushy but that's really that's really what we're about man we're Gosh, about I'm helping, gonna, each, helping I'm everybody tell out. on him i'm gonna tell on him he does care because i get stats <laughs> i get stats on a regular <laughs> You you do get stats. I mean, I don't I don't care. I care, but I don't care. Like that's not the reason. I, that we I'm all doing, understand what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, the, reason, the reason we're it doing cool. it is not the downloads. It, it's for we'll, to get we'll, we'll, we'll blend in the ginger up. beer because that shit's hey, weird. There you go, <laughs> dude. It, you hear about it's a Moscow Mule. It's a okay. mule. It has ginger beer in it. It's ginger beer. Hey, Josh said, what makes fishing easier for you? Man, there's only one thing that makes fishing easier for me, and that's my wife. Okay. Oh Lord, now he's getting mushy. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's end this. Let's end this. She's getting weird. She's getting weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> anyway, yeah, but, but seriously, guys, I appreciate you guys coming to the show. It was nice to get away from. It was nice to talk to people, you know, outside of what I've been talking about for most of the years. So, and now that dude, I appreciate you guys. Like, uh, you guys, uh, I remember when you guys first started. You know, I, you know, I reached out to you guys and, and, and friended you guys. And so it's cool to watch your podcast grow. You know, I enjoy Thanks, appreciate people, that. I, I enjoy people being successful. You guys are doing a great thing. Um, and like I said, it was awesome to get outside my comfort box and talk to guys that are, are living the salt life because I'm in upstate New York. I don't I don't have any salt water close to me. So this was definitely like I wouldn't say uncomfortable, but it's different than what I'm used to. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. I just remembered the place where my wife opened up their store in Gilderland. You know where I, no I don't know where that is. It sounds weird. <laughs> Somewhere, I don't know. I, I'm not going to a place that's called Gilderland. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> this is, is in New York, is, man. This is Chris dragging shit on, like he said that he doesn't do. That's where you just say, yeah, man, we appreciate you having us on, and we hey, hope Drew, to do it again sometime. Did you get some new sometime. wall art in your bedroom? Oh, uh, no. I, I've had that. I've had the elephant the, the there. Give a shit about it looks wall. like a vagina in the ovaries. <laughs> Anyways, we got we got we got in that because I should have said that the podcast. So, anyways, it was good talking to you guys. Let's keep in touch and let's do this again sometime in the near future. Yeah, let's do it again, dude. Plan a trip down here to Texas. Let's go hunt some redfish. All right, brothers. I'll talk to you soon. Later. All right, man. Uh.